so I don't know if this is the worst movie we've ever watched, but I certainly hated it. Blasphemy. Yeah. I hate it. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys haven't seen that other Fantastic Four movie? No, we haven't. It's better, actually. So I no. can't. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, yes, it no. Are you talking about the Roger yeah. Corman one or the Fan Four stick? I'm I talking about the jo- Josh Trank stick. Okay. I I I, I, I respect I respect Fan Forstick more because there was something buried in there that someone was legitimately trying to do. Like they were yes. kind of they were at least trying to reinvent the wheel and then got their hands slapped. They got a square. No, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've always said that the first hour of that movie is fine. It's like it's a fine movie and it's building towards a certain thing. And then that movie goes off the road and into a lake, and then that lake is set on fire. <laughs> and then... No, everything you're saying is more interesting than the second half of that movie. Yeah. yeah. But to uh, to go back to Arlen's analogy, that works because this version of Fantastic Four was on fire the minute they started talking about it. Everything was burning. There was the smell of burning condoms and death in the air the minute this film was even a thought in someone's idea, in mind. Uh, I thought, watching this, I thought this came out in, like, the year 2000, 2001. I thought it was a lot older than it was. Yep. And then I saw it came out in 05. I was like, oh, this must have been one of the death knells of 2000s uh, bad superhero movies. You would think. Yeah. But then... This came out, like, a month after Batman Begins. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. Holy yeah, shit, Batman Begins excited. is that old? Oh, yeah. yeah. I can actually, I have it pulled up. I can tell you what came out on... So this came out July 8th weekend. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Wedding Crashers oh, was God. the next weekend. Oh, God. Uh, and right before it, the next big movie was World of the Worlds. Came out two weekends before. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Weird year. And Batman Begins, came, Batman Begins came out like about a month before it. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny to have like the example of like, hey, this idea and how we treat this is growing. We're understanding oh. it. Right before, look, we still don't get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I just, yeah. episode three came out two months before it. I, I actually, that, that, that makes sense. Um, and yeah. Sin City came out that April. And this was in, yeah. June, this was in I, June, July. Is Sin City, though, you can't really compare comic-wise. Yeah. Like, that's, that's kind of an anomaly. Also, th- that was a movie for sweaty nerds, if I'm going to be. Yeah. Kind yeah. of honest. I, uh, I like City. I, no, I'm not, I, I enjoy it. I'm not making any judgment of the film. I'm just saying, as a kid, I knew no kids who were excited about Sin City. Oh, you're talking <laughs> about, it's not like you look at it and be like, that's a comic book movie. No. Like, that was yeah. for people who were like, but, yeah. But I really yeah, see, I wasn't a kid. Uh, this was my senior year of high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was in fifth grade. I was I in was, high school, but I think I, I was, was 24. I was in uh, fifth? grade as but, well? I was in 5th grade in 05. But Connor, this did come out several months before one of your movie dumpster movies. Uh, uh, which one? Uh, Venom. Uh, yeah, oh. I was, yeah, I was about to say Venom. Um, Holy shit, that movie is a fucking abomination. Um, <laughs> and that movie is that movie is definitely worse than Fantastic Four. Um, I mean... Right. That's a good... At least I got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, is this is this one of the worst movies I've ever seen? No. But is no. it inexcusably bad? It's bad. Sure is. If we're going through the this canon is... of our movies, though, that we've reviewed, I think it's... this is there with, for me personally, Spawn, 
Yeah. Connor, is I, this I, there I, for I, you I, with Daredevil? Because I know that's the one that you hate the most. Oh, yeah, no. At, at, mm, Daredevil Daredevil's worse, but it's like it's in the same neighborhood. I would say Daredevil's way worse. Daredevil is way worse. They suffer uh, from where? some I think of the this same spawn, problems, though. This and Spawn are watchable if it's on cable and you have nothing to do. That's how, I, we, watch, are, that's I mean, how I watch Silver Surfer. Yeah, we have TV very, very different de- definitions of watchable. <laughs> <laughs> and this is as watchable as like a golf tournament. Or you can take background noise. So are you not watch forgetting about... Are you gentlemen forgetting about Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider is fun. Ghost Rider is in between. You have a very warped definition of fun, then. No, you know what I mean, though. Like, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch Nicolas Cage be Nicolas Cage. Well, here's. Can I ask you an existential question? Who is portrayed worse, Eva Mendez or Jessica Alba? Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Because at least they're not making Eva Mendez dye her hair. Like that's and oh no 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 you missed she put in they had to put in contacts to make her eyes blue that's worse right. than hair dye no I I know you know but you know what I mean it's it's a it's a it's symptom a of a larger up. problem that I have and, with their use of her in this movie and um, Eva Mendez's character at least seemed competent at her job yes yeah. which was hot girl reporter yeah and and she, she still at least well. had a job that she was doing tell me what did what was sue's point. most scientific position in this entire movie yeah she pressed a button once <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna say she was looking at uh reed through that magnifying glass yeah yeah she, <laughs> that's she's observing right and, and like speaking and they of went people to doing nothing like like every time Reed is shown at a console it's just like i'm doing the science thing like i don't know what the <laughs> fuck he's doing anytime he's sitting down this movie has no idea what science is. Like, <laughs> no, my biggest defense as the one person who thinks this is better than everybody else is that I think the casting besides Alba is not bad. I'm, uh, okay, I think, so I'm gonna, here's the thing. Ben Grimm is easily my yeah. favorite thing about this movie. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. so I'm gonna oh, oh, Michael Chiklis. This, on this. Is he that, is like, like, he's so Ben Grimm that yeah. I think of in the comics. Okay, so this, this is my sort of defense of what Lou was just saying. While I agree, it would be better if they were all in the same film, which is something that I'm going to throw this out here now. None of these people are in the same movie. Um, (laughs) The the person playing Doom... Everyone is doing a performance that doesn't compliment the other one. Doom is in a different movie than Ian Gruffoed. He's in a completely different movie than Jessica Alba. Doom is a James Bond movie. Yes. Michael Chiklis is in like a soft drama about somebody going through like a disease or something. Uh, Chris Evans, I don't know what movie he's in, but I want to go to that movie. That movie sounds yeah, fun. In, he is in Not Another Teen Movie. Yes. He's in Extreme Dude he, 2005. No, he, he's just in a Tim Story movie. He's just like the the, the 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 only character that feels like this director's usual characters. Mm-hmm. But I do love yes. him and Ben together. I feel like they're fun. And they're like what I think of when I think of Human Torch and The Thing. I see that was that was my thing. I I felt like the one scene where they showed them like doing their typical maneuvers from the comics where like Johnny's playing tricks on and whatnot felt super forced because it was during that ridiculous montage scene where you see like yeah. where you see Reed doing the science and you see Sue, I don't know, 
learning how to button up a shirt properly. Uh, it's just, it, oh, this wasn't when she was running just, away naked from crowds of people. Which time? Which, which time was that? Because I lost track. Which time was that? Exactly. Exactly. Although we did get yeah. two scenes of two male characters fully naked, and we did not see any dong. That is true. Exactly. That is very my, true. My wife and I watched this movie together, which I'm. I apologize to her for that. Um, and I had pointed out when, like. At the very end of the movie, like, why did we not see any even hint of Doom's penis? Which made me realize maybe that's why he was so angry. It's just because dude wanted to take a leak. And we got a, it was sealed over in metal. Not even not full frontal. It was, like, zoomed in on his crotch. Yeah. It was that full frontal. Yeah. No. No. And if we're going to see that much of Jessica Alba's cleavage... The least we could do is see a little bit of dangling, like just just a little bit of dick neck, maybe a little bit of underball. Yeah, but then they would lose that PG. I'm guessing was this PG or PG thirteen? PG thirteen. No, really? You there's in no universe would this be a PG movie with that fucking parking garage scene? Oh yeah, yeah. Doctor Doom fucking blows up. That's what I mean by he's in a different movie. Yeah. yeah, he's he's in a I movie. That, he's in yeah. a sci-fi horror movie. Oh yeah, totally. No, he is in a movie that Connor would watch for movie dumpster. Like to be honest, probably. <laughs> I would say like I love him as Doom. He just. Oh, like, no, you're right. <laughs> Again, he's he's, awesome. he's in a he's different a film. He, he he's just bad Michael Fassbender. Like that's he's true. exactly yeah. that. Oh my god. Yes. And nothing such a, else. Such a mean thing to say unexpectedly. <laughs> that's, no, it's that's what truth. he is. He I know. Looks, yeah. I, I kind of so agree. much like him, and mm-hmm. so much like like I feel like maybe Michael Fassbender watched this movie and like. I mean, oh man, I could do comic book movies like ten times better than this guy. And then I mean, there's <laughs> two years between this and three hundred. So I mean, that kind of works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but just, Julian McMahon was like big. Like he had been doing stuff was. like on, like he did Nip Tuck for forever. That's like where. Well, the first thing I saw him on was um, Charmed, but like I love Nip Tuck, and that was like mm-hmm. what I watched. And he was a great, bad, like kind of this right. character on that. And he is basically since none of you watched it, but me, he is basically this character on Runaways. Huh. Okay, here's my here's my problem with with Doom and Reed. It's a it's a problem with two of them is that. That guy may be good elsewhere, but I don't think he's very good here because, especially with like the, I don't know who the actor is who plays Reed, but they're I both like two of the most, they're both two of the most indis- like disposable, just white dudes, like from the Lifetime channel. Uh, it's the same performance and the same character, basically. It's like, yeah. Victor, I'm here to do the science. That's good, Reed. Do the science. I've done the science. Let's do the science together. They're, they're both in a soap opera, both of them, but yeah. different soap operas. <laughs> well, Reed is a guy, he's a British guy. I, the only other things I remember him from, he was in um, a Alexander, no, um, King Arthur movie that was like supposed to be historically accurate. He was oh. also in one of uh, James Cameron's uh, 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 fucking 3D fetish movies. Um, in, uh, yeah, and he was in a shitty TV show. Now. Yeah, yeah no, it was a, it was a, that was in a CW show. It was like a CBS show where it's like, really? he, he was like, like a... he would die every episode. It was a procedural. Yeah, it was not, it was Highlander, but worse. Or... He's like a, a okay, yeah. he has a tiny role in Titanic, and that's the only thing I've seen him in, actually. Really? What is he in Titanic? He's just a, like a, a ship officer that <laughs> escapes a boat. <laughs> a literal nobody? It, like, you look him up on Google, and that's the third thing that comes up. So. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's talk about how this fucking movie just rushes to the fact that they get superpowers. I love that fact. 
actually. I, mean, uh, I don't know. I felt like the movie was like, hey, 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 look, 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 look. And I was like, that was, down? That was like, the <laughs> biggest mess, misstep they could have taken. So yeah, I that. disagree. Like, I thought it was like, I don't, like, why do we need to spend so much time on the, like, let's just get to the powers? Like, I, because I, they need to establish why we should care yeah. about them as a family. Even an extra 10 minutes of establishing who these people well, are would Maybe have we're helped. arguing two different things. Like, it's not me arguing what, like, Oh, we should have all this time to like see who they are. I'm just like, I don't want to take too long. I don't want the origin story to be an hour. Well, no, no okay, it's the fact so that like, it's the fact time. Yeah, the problem is the time in between the start of the movie when they get their powers is full of absolutely nothing. Yep. It's yeah. just them sniping each other for like I don't know, 15 minutes, and then bam, cosmic storm. Right. Yeah. I guess it's a lot of like they do... jokes and quips, and then that office scene. I feel like we get a lot of backstory that's already happened we're like oh reed and her already dated everybody hates victor because he's we get the like oh only he would build a 30-foot statue of himself in front of his own building yeah. a statue like, that they reused in amazing spider-man 2 probably uh i just want to say about Von, uh, victor real quick in that fucking park parking lot scene we're like maybe you should go back to latveria i'm like what fucking country is latveria when this dude's speaking american like the whole time like, they're, they're, the, the, the entire handling of Latveria in this movie is laughable. Right? It is. The people who gave him that weird-ass fucking art piece mask. Here, you're, you're, here <laughs> yeah. for, your, for your achievements in the humanitarian efforts, here is this spooky chrome That's mask. That's not the mask that you give for that. That's the mask you sincerely, give. For sincerely, the people of Latveria. You were a dictator. We hate you. Get out of here. Here's this mask. This is how much we hate you. Maybe I built I th- up my own backstory for him. I, I was going to say, I think like the biggest problem, one well, one of the many big problems this movie had was that they expected everyone to know who the Fantastic Four was exactly. and go in and tell the story the way they did with that expectation. But then they decide to staple on, no, let's do an origin story too. Like, right. you can't have it both ways. Like, if you're going to start this movie and just jump right into them having powers, cool. That would have been a much better film than what we got but it was it was of two minds it was trying to be like no you know who these people are we don't have to establish anything but let's tell you an origin story anyways yeah yeah and the origin story is like it's 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 over before it starts um Mm -hmm. and then you're left with these people afterwards and it's just they just fucking bicker and argue and are awful to each other and then at the end they do a fucking family pose and you're like oh that was completely unearned it would have been better if it was way more tongue-in-cheek like and like yeah. they got rid of the origin thing altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would definitely agree with that. Like, I think I think maybe at this point in 2018, like we can get rid of the origin point. Maybe I just have a dysfunctional family and I related to this this family a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, that's... What, tell us more, Lou. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... know. <laughs> like, now this thing, episode's like, a testament. I'm not going to say that there aren't clever things. Like the fact that when Johnny enters the room, he says. Uh, officer on deck or something like that that's a clever thing to do if the rest of this movie were as clever as that line is this movie would be a much better movie yeah Uh, i I think christopher evans chris evans does an amazing job with like johnny storm like that's johnny storm captain america he can do anything yeah (laughs) no i i will agree with that lou like i did notice that chris evans did do a good job he played the character like you expect johnny storm to be played exactly i will say that and I would say Chicklist did the same thing with Ben. I, I, mm-hmm. I agree with that as well. Somebody, I think somebody, an executive or something, had to really like the character of Ben Grimm because there's a lot of like 
there is a a fair amount of care put into how he's presented. Well, there's yeah. only one thing from Ben Grimm's history that we haven't gotten in any of the movies really. Yeah, we got like a. T- oh, were we gonna say under? Yankee Street, Yancey Street. Is that what you're yes. Saying? I was yes. gonna say, well, Yancey Street and the fact that he's Jewish. Yeah, because yep. like both of those things are a huge part of Ben Grimm's backstory. Yeah, they are, they are, and I'm, we kind of got that when he was at the bar in Brooklyn. Yes, that's like... what I was say. But even in the newer movie, we don't get any of that. In fact, yeah, okay, in in the newer movie, Ben is insultingly underwritten. Like he's, you, well, can he never almost, even... you can almost be forgiven for forgetting what actor played Ben before he gets turned to a rock monster. Yeah, well, Ben might Mar- as well have not been in. The yeah. Well, he never movie. met Mara, which is the most hilarious thing about that movie, that they yep. were never together ever. Mm-hmm. And at the end yeah. of that, they do the same thing. They walk into their new facility and they do a big old hero pose and like, ha ha ha, joke. And then yeah. the movie ends. It's it, like, it, you didn't it, earn any of this. Yeah. I did love their, like, the way the backstory. Like, I loved all the, like, the design work for the time period. Like, I do. I will say, uh, making the Baxter building is kind of like lovingly made in this movie. It is. I, mm-hmm. this, this movie is not bad. This is actually a very good looking movie. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it very bright. Right, yeah. Except <laughs> that space station that looks like yeah. something oh, out of yeah. Galaxy like, Quest. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm remembering, but like this movie felt to me like it can completely fit into the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man I, like universe. I, I, like I they, can see that. Yeah. Like I can yeah. totally see Spider-Man swinging in and being like, Hey, what's up? But it's weird because like the, this um... is Fox, and their most successful franchise at this point is X Men. So yeah. if there's any franchise you're gonna try to fit this into, and they feel like it would be it that wasn't, one. Wasn't mm-hmm. there like there wasn't there talk of an X Men Fantastic Four crossover with like the with the newer ones? With yeah. the newer ones. Yes, oh, okay. oh, ew. Yeah. yeah. No, there. I believe there was a point when they when Sony and Fox were thinking about doing their own verse. When the MCU that was, was a, starting that to kick was off. certainly a rumor at some point of them teaming up to uh, combat Marvel, which okay, can you and Universal sat in the corner and cried like a little child. <laughs> I... No, the the skeleton that had uh, Namor's rights <laughs> moved its jaw briefly for a second, and it's, it looked over in their direction. They're like, but he has wings on his feet. Fantastic Four X Men movie. I mean, what would they have called it though? Is there a team that's just those? No, FX. No, they they could have done the. Uh, oh no, because that's the Hulk is with what Paramount. Because I was um, going to say they could have done the new Fantastic Four because that's Wolverine, Spider Man, Ghost Hulk Rider, and Universal. Hulk. No, but they could have yeah. done instead of. Uh, they could have squeezed someone else in there besides Hulk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They could have just, just left Ben Grimm in. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, um, I mean, I, 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 there's a fair amount of practical stunts this movie. I really liked. The yeah. fact that I'll see like an actual actor sail through the air and, and get uh, destroyed by something. Speaking of which, that doorman, that Doom fucking wrecks and shit, missile <laughs> thriller, but that so looked dead. like the most that was the most painful looking stunt I've seen in recent memory. That dude got fucked all the way up. He got he got thrown so hard he landed back on his feet. And well, then fell I like, over. I like Doom in this movie because Doom just doesn't give a fuck. He you just I, I, I don't. He, he's problem is I, I saw GI Joe before I saw this. He's way too. Uh, oh, desperate. well, that's. I think that's <laughs> yeah. the reverse biting off of. I yeah. think they kind of bit off of this. Yeah. Probably. I mean, well, I, and, I hope nobody was biting off of anybody in either of those situations. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hollywood. I, they bite off of each other all the time. I hope that survive. they were looking up though, not down. <laughs> um, and saying that Doom doesn't give a fuck is a a complete 
misunderstanding on the studio's part of what makes Doom an interesting villain. Oh, yeah. I, like I he's in a way of like him just like kind of attacking things. I know what you mean. Yeah, it just that's that's where I think a lot of the issues for this for me, other than it being a horrible movie, were that it it fundamentally misunderstood what made the Fantastic Four an interesting comic and team. Yeah. And and it just it it showed that they didn't give a shit. They just were like, We have the rights, let's do it. Yeah. Well, I do think that played into the creation of this movie is like they had to make a movie otherwise. Yeah, it would have reverted to Marvel. Yeah, yeah, and like I don't, I don't also don't get this like Fox's desire to constantly, like well, I suppose only twice, but go this far out of the box as to recreate Doom. Like mm-hmm. in either situation, it's like well, that's really Doom not is, even close. Okay, this Doom is closer than the other Doom. To be Absolutely. fair, to, to be fair, I don't know, I don't know how to do the a comic book accurate, accurate version of Doom well. I have no idea how you would actually do I, that. I think in the world that MCU has built now, he could fit yes. in because now that you have magic in the MCU, that's where they up, had to yes. they scienced him in this one mm-hmm. where he has electrical powers. Also, now you have T'Challa and M'Baku, like you have yes. characters who yeah. are also leaders. Yeah, yes. those characters Doom? exist now, but even yeah. Iron Man three, it wouldn't have worked then. That's why the Mandarin no. doesn't use magic people. Uh, <laughs> that's well. That that's and the, the Mandarin reason. is a terrible stereotype. And, no, and here's the thing: I, I actually, I, hey, I, as an Asian, I kind of like that character. Right. Well, here's the thing: I love the idea of what the chair trying to present the Mandarin as in Iron Man Three, which is like this mm-hmm. contemporary Osama bin Laden like character. I, I'm glad they didn't yeah. go with the stereotype thing. Uh, that he comes yeah. off as a modern day terrorist. Yeah. See, yeah. I would have preferred. I don't remember when it was around the same time in the actual Extremis series they did with Iron Man. I like the boardroom Mandarin, him wearing a suit. And okay. him just being yeah. this like leader in China, this like kind of behind the scenes. Like, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine that's with that. Not version. what the fans that were complaining wanted. That's not the no. version. They well, wanted the guy in the hat with the rings that are magic. Uh, also, I'm so happy with <laughs> they, <laughs> they wanted well, they the magic go. rings guy who summons uh, Fing Fang so Foom or whatever. Well, technically, the rings aren't magic. They're actually alien technology. I don't care. They're the same dragons that Iron Fist fights, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, those people can go complain on uh, Rorschach's blog. I agree. Those people are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to never let that go. I'm glad we agree with that. that Those people who want the magic ring racist Mandarin, those people are wrong. I'm glad that we're on the same page on that. Um, anyway, um, so Doom's a, I, I don't think he's a very good villain in this movie. No, I mean, he's fine though. Like he's he's he is the most interesting part of this movie to me. Everything else is kind of it's fine. It's serviceable. He, he just um, becomes say, he becomes way too mustache truly for me. He, just, oh, he has no his motivation is questionable, but like he is. When I think of Doom, I think of this kind of big bold personality that this. That is being pre- uh, presented in this movie. I, I will say about the movie, um, they do the kind of like they hint at the Jack Kirby kind of like uh, Doctor Doom isn't really heavily scarred on the mask; it's just one scar, but his ego can't take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they kind of hinted that, and then they immediately do away with it. Like, yeah, and then they, and then they turn him into Shepard from Mass Effect Two, if as after he was rebuilt by Cerberus. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but the, I, just like I shit think... sticking out of him. I know it's not this movie, but if you go to the second movie, I think they continue to do it. If you carry that character over, they 
do a good job of bringing him back to being what he is kind of in the beginning and middle of this movie, which is like this egomaniac, like, I can do everything better. I just need power. I mean, I, I guess. I will have to get to that I, when we get to that movie. But uh... <laughs> I'm trying my hardest to defend this. I know you are, <laughs> and you're doing an admirable job. I will I will say that. Um, okay, let's Still, talk about the butt rock. The, the oh, thank you. Five-year-old oh, with butt some rock. 41 is the best part of this whole movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing my ass off at fucking nails. No, it's, it's, it's hilarious, but it doesn't need to be there. <laughs> can I can I present to you? Could someone take my cigar from me? Can I present to you every time we see Johnny Storm on the screen, we play some of that alternative music that the kids love so much? Does that sound like a million dollar idea? That sounds great, Frank. Thank you. From watching that Chris Evans did a big hit with the ladies. Let me tell you. <laughs> And Jessica Alba's cleavage. It needs to be there as much as we can. Oh, get out of here with that. That's all out of here. That's already in the script. Don't worry. Titillation, men. Titillation, men. Titillation cells. Come on. Boops, boops, boops. We need to make it as close as we can and just almost hit R-rated with her cleavage. She's the invisible woman. Why can't she just wear bra and panties? Oh, uh, she's the girl, not the woman. <laughs> oh, Can't fuck, I make... forgot about that part. Yeah, <laughs> if, she's, if she's over 27, that's way too old. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that was... yeah, it, it, yeah. There's, a, there's a glaring out of butt rock in this movie, and it's, it dates the movie horrifically, because when's the last mm-hmm. time anyone heard from Soft 41? Um... I actually saw them uh, two months ago. <laughs> actually, there's are the apparently. Yes, I saw them in D.C. at uh, the old Redskin Stadium. They were the headliners, and before them was Shaggy. Oh, oh wow. wow. Did you just wake up from a coma, Lou? <laughs> um, I was both... I got, hold on, who opened? Vertical Horizon? Oh. Uh, no, uh, no, no. Um, you're going to say some other fucking... No, it band. was Real Big Fish. Oh, oh another, another, there we go. Another band who's a victim of the 90s. That was Damn. both too old and too young for this concert. But yeah. Uh, that that montage later on in the movie where it features uh, Johnny and Ben doing the shenanigans, like it's that fucking uh, horrible shimmer esque <laughs> knockoff voice <laughs> from me and Alan doing the Smallville thing. Like that is this era. Yeah, I know. It is. I remember yeah. I told you like there's an ep- the second episode of that show they play five songs and the, there's a guy that's name is Bug driving a VW listening to Papa Roach. Oh, this is that era. Yeah, I mean I thought Daredevil was the depths of how bad a soundtrack for Man. a superhero movie can be but if it weren't for Evanescence on that soundtrack, this one would be worse. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, it, I'd like to counterpoint with Ghost Riders in <laughs> Well, okay, that song is amazing. Well, they took yes. a quick song <laughs> and they made it shitty. <laughs> Uh, which, uh, speaking of uh, Johnny Storm and all the extreme music, the point when he first starts manifesting his powers and he ends up burning a large pit into the snow and mm-hmm. just says to the nurse, oh, hey, you want to jump in? With Maria Manunos, uh, star of every opening to every movie that you've ever seen in the last 10 what? years. Oh, yeah, she was every, so much for E. Every what opening... What the fuck is wrong with that woman? What I don't fuck? know. Like, you just saw a man light himself on fire, and you're just like, like yeah, I'll fuck him. Yeah, sex I'll time is good. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Eric, he's hot. 
I mean, fuck you. you fuck you. <laughs> Lou, you beat us. You win. I mean, the show's over now. We we mentioned how we've mentioned how Jessica Alba is basically just used as a sex object in this movie, and it, it is criminally bad. Like when they first show up in their their blue suits, their what will become their Fantastic Four suits. Like her zipper is the only one halfway down for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's constantly just having her boobs hang out, um, and well, you can tell it's you can tell it's obnoxious. Um, and then Ben goes to talk to his girlfriend after he gets turned to a big old rock monster, and he's like, "Oh, Debbie, that miserable cow!" Remember when we said forever? She's like, "Yup." And then he steps in the light, and she goes, "Oh my God, monster, get away from me!" And we never yeah. see yeah. her again. Like no, a woman from a 1940s monster movie. Uh, on the ground, and he can't pick it up because of his giant rock monster yeah, what fingers. A fucking yep. bitch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Lori. What did you call her? I call her a miserable cow. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the wrong c word. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Can we talk about how big of a bitch Sue Storm is to read in that restaurant. Okay, well, like first, everyone that's seen is written like a like an imbecile. Like, yeah. I feel like it is a little. Reed is obviously snooping in somebody else's relationship, which is pretty yeah. shitty. Like, um, and then Sue obviously sees that he's trying this and kind of baits him, and then talk and then shouts him down at the same time. Yep. He's like, I'm happy for you and Victor. This is coming from a man who clearly is is trying to get over our breakup, and I'm trying to be a better man. Ew, why don't you fight for what you want? Why yeah. don't you worship the ground I walk on, Reed? <laughs> here's, here's my one defense, though. Is this the best Jessica and Alba can do? So I'm looking at her IMDb, I mean, and this might be the best she can do. She was in Machete. I yes, what was she in Machete? <laughs> No, if, that's, if that's your argument, then I'll then I go back to then Tim Story should have cast somebody better. I yes, mean, that's like, my point. Like, like uh, she's... Rachel McAdams was considered for her role, and she's oh, so much better. But Jessica Alba was put in this movie for racial diversity. I will well, say that as someone who is Hispanic. Here's the thing: if no, they you're just right. left her hair and eyes alone, yeah. I would yeah. agree with you. But they no, did. no, but they did that. It doesn't matter. She's still Jessica Alba, but they just bleach her hair and put very visible blue eye contacts. Right. In her yeah, eye. she looks. She looks very like processed. She looks out of place. Like, she looks. Yeah. She looks wrong. In a, you mean when like, I look at Chris Evans and Jessica Alba, I'm like, oh, those two can be related. Yeah, they can <laughs> easily be adopted. <laughs> As something that they figured out by the 2015 movie, apparently. Yeah. Uh, actually, adopted in the comic. Uh, no, no, but no. They were no. siblings in the They're brother and sister. But it works. Yeah. I thought it, I, I thought I was hallucinating for a second there. <laughs> I mean, like it totally works that Kate Mara was adopted in the 2015 movie. It's totally believable, except for the fact that those two have no chemistry with each other, which we'll talk about more in 2025. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, but um, but at least you can easily do that. And here's the thing, like, these two don't even have any chemistry. Like, I don't believe that they're brother and sister at all in this movie, whatsoever. Well, it's I like just, you said, everyone's giving a performance for a different movie, so nothing ever clicks. Well, because yeah. Chris Evans is doing his best, like, 2000, like, teen action, I don't know, not another teen movie that he what was is, in. What That's what he's in. He's like he's a he's a, a tertiary character from Out Cold, more or less. Like, yeah, oh my God. like like, like yes. Eve Six should follow him wherever he goes. Yes, and it does. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> um, and then Alba is just I don't know. She's just like her performance ranges from like yeah to just nothing. <laughs> but like again, like I can I, I would read you off her IMDb, but it's basically 
I'm looking here. Dark Angel, Sin City, Fantastic Four, Into the Blue, Fantastic Four Silver Surfer, Good Luck Chuck, starring Dane Cook. Oh, my Uh, God. The Love Guru. uh, Oh, no. Again, like, just just cast somebody else. I'm sorry, just cast Um, somebody else. I want to talk about one action sequence that bothered the shit out of me because of how it's structured. It was designed by a madman. Because it's after Ben goes to the bridge, yeah. and all this nonsense happens. Like, they, they for all intents and purposes, cause a multiple car pileup on a bridge. Mm-hmm. They cause it. Ben shoulder checks ben the truck. Ben does it all. He does everything. Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> shoulder checks the truck, and then acts like a hero, and tries to get the guy out of the truck. He's and then, the monster like, that he looks this, like. This fucking bedlam ensues, and then by the end of it, all these people are like, Yeah, they saved us! I'm like, they put you all in mortal danger first. Yeah. It would be How's, like... Uh, can we talk about how the fucking reporters on that uh, bridge had more information than they should have? <laughs> there was, like, one of them's like, I heard, is it true you can fly? I'm like, motherfucker, you don't even know this person exists. <laughs> okay, can we talk about how th- those firemen were the worst firemen ever? Because oh they're just okay. charging the firemen, in the with a fucking was... dog on, in the fire truck? Yeah, Why with the... they have a well, dog? This is the firemen was where I started laughing hysterically because, like, with the fucking ladder gag, where like it just kept falling and people were attached to it, that's when I just started giggling because I was like, "This movie has reached levels of absurdity I wasn't ready for." Again, this is 2005, a couple years after 9/11 in New York City. They can't do anything that makes cops and firemen look bad. Right, yeah. but they cannot make the Fantastic they, they Four look bad. They do make them look super bad. <laughs> they do. But then the fireman goes to the cops and goes, "No, this guy's cool." Yeah. This giant orange rock monster guy. I mean, I, and, and, and then like the five minutes later, they have uh, thousands of fans. Yep, it's really yeah. weird. Just, well, okay, okay. So, after shortly after that entire accident scene, and they're uh, they're getting medical attention, whatever you want to call it. How the fuck is that TV picking up any reception? <laughs> like there is there is no cable running to it. There is no antenna. It's in the middle of a bridge in New York City. Wait, was it How plugged in that? even? Was it even plugged I, I, in? Who knows? Who knows? Well, because I can, who cares? I can challenge you with a great aggression, and this is going to jump to the very end of the movie. When Kerry Washington, yes, Kerry Washington, yeah. is standing yeah. there with Ben Grimm, and they're having sexy talk, what is she implying <sighs> is happening between them? I don't them? know. It, it's don't like know. she'd be giving it's... a hand job to some asshole. We gotta oh, make a joke about the rock dick. He's got a rocky penis. We gotta make she fun of the joke. Of like what he was doing. His one finger is the size of a Coke can. What the hell is going on? I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Ben was into some real freaky stuff beforehand. I and hey, he... It's definitely her. She's a blind lady. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Even as a child, know. even as a child, I remember thinking, "Wait, how will that? How does that work?" We've already seen that he has no here's, rock. Dip. Here's how it works. She dies. That's the <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's what... Like she gets she, internal yeah. bleeding and then she just she like... she, she dies. That's the. The thing Epilogue. is, she's a, she's a secret scroll, and there's she turns. Oh God! God damn it, Lou! She she turns into a drainage pipe once, and that's it. She's done. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, speaking of her, like she was very forward when they were at the bar. Like my comment was just like, "Hey, hey, my face is up here, blind lady." Like she just goes straight for the the stomach and chest. Like that's not where people's heads are when you want to see what they look like. He's a rock, so he never needs to get Viagra. He's always hard. God oh, God damn it. Damn. Uh, this was when I was thinking, like, I'm like, this movie is now rapidly approaching Batman Forever and Batman Robin levels of, like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was it was shortly after the bartender left the bar that had customers to walk the blind woman home <laughs> that I was like, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to stare into the abyss for the next 30 minutes. Oh, look, it's the ending. Okay, cool. What's sad about that is that the shot right before the sequence right before that, when he breaks the stool, I was like, it was so good when he's like, yo, you guys, this is the first mook from Brooklyn to ever make into space. Don't sh- mm-hmm. say shit. I was like, oh, that's actually a really good kind of sequence. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, blind black lady wants to get fingered by a rock monster. Uh, <laughs> uh, God fucking damn it. I, maybe that's maybe a fucking, she's, that's a pull quote right there. God damn it! I, <laughs> I was gonna say something about geology, but I can't even think. Uh, this is F triple X. Can we talk about how she's the only female character in this movie that's not a terrible piece of shit? Like yeah, yeah. they're all terrible except for the one blind lady. Um, yeah, there are other just... women in this movie besides her, just Galba. Uh, well, Laurie, once again, Laurie from The Walking Dead, who oh, and I'm convinced is yeah, the but... same character, by the way. Oh, and there's the two old ladies in the car. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I yeah don't that's know. it. I think one of them is in a car commercial for insurance now. I Probably. believe it. I, 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 can we talk about the X Games also and how dangerous uh, that is? Sponsored, oh, for fuck. sponsored I, by I, Activision? I really thought that this was like a cutaway to Daredevil. Uh, not Daredevil, Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's that time period, though. The X well, Games were a thing. I do yeah. remember watching the commentary for Ghost Rider and the director being like, well, they, they did something like this in Fantastic Four and it like it just really bothered us. Like We didn't know what to do, so we had to push the movie back. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're gonna wow. come back to, and I was like, "Oh, I feel sorry for you." Actually, imagine for... being imagine being that heartbroken over a fucking X game sequence. Yeah, <laughs> I really had to get those sponsored bikes in there. I'm really upset about it. It really stifled me creatively. Can we talk about the sponsors at that fucking? I think... I, that's what I said to my wife too. There's was that, that's... There's Activision? Cut, there's Burger King. <laughs> There's Activision, Xbox, Code Red, there's everything. They were probably all yep. actual sponsors of the X Games. No, they're well, sponsors was... of the movie. That's what that was. Yeah. That yeah. was them trying. Well, I'm not to get saying some that they're mutually back. exclusive. I'm saying they're probably also both. Were yeah. there? Were, do you guys know if there were Burger King Fantastic Four toys? Because it feels they're, like there might have been. I feel like there must they, have been. They probably had glasses come out actually yeah. with uh, the ones yeah. that were made of lead paint that will kill you if you drink from them over too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, like this a, movie. The really I nice think... ones, like Batman Forever. Like I'm pretty sure they... I have a thing toy from this movie actually that came probably from either McDonald's or Burger King. So mm. <laughs> at oh, least God. in Canada they did. Oh, those. Because can I do one is... more defense? I want to say. To me, I thought their costumes were actually of this time period. Awesome. I mean, they're well, fine. They, no, they were. They were good. They weren't. They they're weren't good. fucking black leather suits. That's why. Yes, like, that's yeah, why. They, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. It wasn't the Matrix. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and to some, to some extent, I can understand that defense too because I, I feel like Fox might have been trying to make this like the, the happy fun movie since yeah. you know X-Men had gone a darker turn. That's why I say like I feel like this fits more with the Spider-Man Raimi verse. Than with the other X Men, where they're all in the Matrix leather outfits. Right. Yeah. 
yeah. where everyone's dressed the exact same way. Okay, it looks because like they're toys. I'm seeing okay, a I do want to say, like, I do want to say that, like, I think when finally when Doom shows up in like the look, yeah, it looks fine. It, yeah. however, looks like I'm like, where did he get the rest of that? Yeah, like, where... <laughs> he just it had just, that in his closet. He... he just shows up and like he's like, ah, this is my supervillain costume now, because he's awesome. Like, where does most super most of these super? If this is two thousand in two thousand five. Where do all these other supervillains get their outfits? Yeah, but like, it's like he goes into the next room and comes out in a full suit of armor. I'm like, when did you, you plan this? He also walked into his warehouse, murdering his own employees to get a rocket launcher. This is, this is true. very true. Yeah. yeah. Look at look at where like his uh his like outfit wardrobe like that that thing. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Like. That's what I mean. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had a, uh, a Dark Lord cape stored in your fucking closet one day with big, giant fucking chrome buttons on it. <laughs> All I have to say is I dare you to tell me that Zuckerberg doesn't have one in his closet. Oh, no. <laughs> I, think, sure. I think he wears it like he, he wears women's underwear. Like, he walks in front of his mirror with, like, his Overlord uh, outfit on. He's doing and, he's like, and, and he's like, now you, don't, now you don't have to be a human today, Mark. <laughs> I'm a Dark Lord. I'm a Dark Lord. I own Facebook. I am the Dark Lord. Is this how is this how human beings eat their food with their hands? I will do it. This pleases this pleases the Zuckerberg. I have a plus thirteen dexterity. Uh, anyway, um, this uh, is this better than Rise of the uh, Silver Surfer, or is it worse? Um, both. it's the same. <laughs> It's just, just more of this. The problem five is, different answers. Everyone was like, uh, uh, The problem is, if you take out Galactus from Rise of the Silver Surfer, that's better. But Galactus is so bad, it tanks that whole thing. Yep. I, yeah, yeah. Andre Brower doesn't help it either. I, I And uh, I'm going to have to disagree with Lou on an earlier point. I think Doom really hurts that movie uh, because he's unnecessary. Uh you don't need him in that movie at all and he's just he's in this movie he's chewing the scenery in that movie he's eating everybody else he's uh, <laughs> he's chewing on the other actors he's he's so good at it i mean good is a, a one word that you could say yes i guess i would say of any like comic book character of Zoom is the most chewing your chewing the scenery character that yes. exists. Yes, and that's that's why I yeah. like him in this. In the second one, he goes a few steps too far. Uh, if you ask I me, I don't think there's such a thing. <laughs> or Doom, like Doom to me in my head is the most cartoonish version of a supervillain in every single level. To me, Doctor Doom is supervillain. Like he's yeah, he's the guy. Like yeah. you don't you don't get. You don't get a more evil dude than Doctor Doom, but like in this movie, he just feels like a fucking goober. Like <laughs> he's he's very he's unnecessarily gaudy. Like the fucking V he has behind his chair is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, I saw so like, I, I that stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's what Doom would do in 2005. He would be a giant corporate douche. I guess. <sighs> He's uh, just Elon Musk in five years. Yeah, he is. Yes. I mean, that's really yeah. the problem is he's too real. Um, <laughs> he's he's too close to reality, unfortunately. 
Yeah, it's once Elon Musk controls the internet, then he will he will unveil his evil plan. Right. You know Which, at this point, I give it to Elon Musk. You can have it. Here's the thing. I believe his. If he was more like Elon Musk, though, in this movie, I I would believe that humanitarian award thing. Like, yeah. Like, I don't believe yeah, what, for like, a like, second that he would get that. Yeah. Uh, let's let's address that real quick. Just on, like the rationale of it. Like he is a cold prick that this entire film. Like what humanitarian efforts could you conceivably make me believe he did? Right. Like he what he dropped? Would he drop a bunch of food over some impoverished country and said, "Take it, you fucking it, beggars"? Is it just right. that he continues <laughs> to pay taxes to Latveria? Is that it? Yeah. Like it's it's, it's like, <laughs> like he just can... writes a check. That's all it is. That's all you need to do to get an award. You write a check. I guess. Uh, maybe I that's mean, the pessimist in me that's like oh yeah he's a bad guy he just writes checks and I mean, then he maybe give him that, awards maybe that's why they gave him the mask as like a sarcastic present like <laughs> we're gonna give you a super villain mask here, here you, you know, evil here you evil fuck you know what it probably is it's just him opening a bunch of factories there to get really cheap labor and that's how yeah. he gets an yeah. award because no, he, pay, he pays off uh, the government to have right. those factories yeah. The award, the award came from Van, uh, Von Doom Industries. Yeah, <laughs> he's he like, made You're it. Von Doom, we promote from within. Compared to his board members, he's definitely not the most evil-looking person. That uh, that is true. That is. Very and I true. did love the fact that his assistant is the dude from Legion. That's all burnt yeah. up. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, I was waiting for somebody to say that. He's also he hasn't aged a day. <laughs> he was no, he reverse aged. Yeah, he looks better now. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that notices that, oh, maybe he's still alive and, like, kind of shudders away at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and even the action was, like, it was just mostly, I don't know, it was lots of clanging, and banging, and cars getting tossed, but never really ever fucking landed. I do like was, the final action yeah. sequence with, with them versus Doom. Like, it's, it's, it's well executed, I guess. Um, I, I like that they use their powers together, I suppose. Um, oh, actually, while we're while we're here, like the presentation of their powers, I thought was probably one of the strongest parts of this movie because I do think that I think the fantastic the Mister Fantastic first arm stretch under the door doesn't look that bad. No, no. Yeah. it works fine for. I watched it on Blu-ray. If all the powers, his are the worst. Mm. In oh yeah, because nothing, no, nothing murders old CGI like Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, it, it's silly to compare it to an animated film, but when you see that scene of Elastigirl between the two doors yeah. in the lair, which is like a hundred times better than anything in that film and just feels and looks really good, yep. it's mm-hmm. just like, it's really lacking. Well, the problem is, is when they try to replicate skin. Yeah. Like when it's the suit, it oh, looks it fine. Lo- it, look, it looks like, it's it looks like fucking, um, it looks like silly putty. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a like, weird, I feel like, like Sue's like, powers look amazing, and Johnny's look... I don't well, even know how they would do different. Hers is just, and, you turn down the opacity. Like, that's... Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, they do everything in a kind of... And I don't mind how they explain it. Like, oh, you're not actually going invisible. You're bending light. Right. It's like, oh, I didn't mind the nosebleeds. Like, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that was cool. There's stuff in here that's fine like there's stuff in here that's competent i will say that for sure like i i think that when johnny is uh trying to escape doom's missiles that sequence is actually very fun um well yeah with johnny like how if you can fuck up making a man covered in fire you don't deserve to work in the industry so i think that was that was too easy and he looks good also that's fire as connor knows uh is a very difficult thing to get right 
Uh, yeah, when it, <laughs> when, it looks, when it looks fake, it is the most uh, distracting thing in the world. And then when, when you're not noticing it is when it's done well. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would say, like, well. with Doom, like, I don't mind the kind of idea that they were going for in this movie. It just, to me, it falls apart at the end when they're doing their big fight. I'm like, oh, so he's just a metal dude now. Well, Which they, is why well, that was that was something they took directly from the Ultimate Fantastic Four yes. too. Is I know that yeah. the, the, the like metal skin infection or whatever. I would have preferred if they gave him the Ultimate Goat Legs that they did mm-hmm. in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Goat Legs? That's cool. Yeah, yes. he has backward legs in Ultimate. Wow. What the? What is he, he a creature from the Arrival? That's, that's very metal. And then he, he hangs out with homeless people and shit. Yeah. Well, okay. Hmm. Why? Oh, I thought okay. because he's a I man thought... of the people. I thought Doom 2099 was as weird as this shit gets. Apparently not. Oh, no. No, Ultimate Doom is bananas. Um, No, I also wasn't a big fan of just the fact that he's just a metal man. Like, it's... I don't know. I mean, as far as this character is concerned, the way that they do him, giving him, like, a reason, like, he's presumably dying because of that metal thing or whatever that's going on, so I guess that's that's interesting, um, but it does it's not necessary. I do I I do kind of like that he gets his powers from the satellite. I guess that's the idea that we're going with is that because he's the only one in that room, he gets metal skin or whatever. I um, see. I'm glad you understood that because I didn't. I didn't know the reason or 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 well, it's, logic for they, any of his powers. It's throwaway. They all got powers kind of of what they were doing, and yeah. Ben's was the most fucked up because he got it with completely no protection. Yeah. Well, and yeah, exactly. He wasn't even wearing the unstable molecule suit, which mm-hmm. I I will admit that was the one scene where I was like, oh, that's not bad when they showed them getting hit with the cosmic rays. Right. Like that, yeah. I didn't think looked bad. Yeah. And yeah. and the whole thing that where uh, Doom's powers are coming from, it's a throwaway line before he murks that doctor. Yeah. Um, like when the, he's like, yeah, yeah like the, the bio metallic like or bio or uh, organic metallic something mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. the metal on my spaceship or whatever like the or like I, the shields on my satellite or what something like mm-hmm. that and i okay. kind of wonder if the uh doctor in a cut scene told him oh yeah also you're losing your penis <laughs> <laughs> and hey, that's why he like ended the, up killing him like the picture i showed ultimate doom does not have a dick yep. i mean very true that guy was a doctor and he was also totally in love with doom like yeah pretty much i did love the, the fuck doom <laughs> I don't know where you're getting that, but I'm into it. I, I, I can see it. He hates you, Storm. Clearly, he wants to fuck Doom. <laughs> I did love the whole Reed and Ben situation, like him even doing the promise on the bridge. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Doom using that whole thing against him. I was like, oh, that was probably the best plot thing in the entire movie. I mean, was Doom using that? And it that works in Ben's favor because, like, Reed is He's basically cured. shown doing nothing throughout yeah. the film. It's like, I'm working on it. Are you, though? And I, I, I mean, it, it's smart for Doom to say, like, I got to get rid of Ben because <laughs> Ben can kick yeah. my ass. Uh, that was really smart. And it, well, it's also, it showed the weakness of Reed, which is that he overthinks everything, mm-hmm. including moving in together. Yes. God, that was so dumb. Yes, the way the factors. That was. Uh, the I, there were there were too many variables, motherfuckers. You, of course, you're not married. Like, Anybody <laughs> that's going to you, you tell me you have to outweigh stuff like, oh, should I move in with Jessica Alba? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That was. Sad. I also like the uh, the incredibly forced uh, touch of gray on Reed, where it's like, 
Oh, look, the cosmic storm gave you gray hair. Isn't that funny? Never speak Which of it isn't, again. Isn't it was even just that like re- noticeable. Yeah. It's just like Rogue in X1 at the end well, of X1. Yeah, they give it's her a great exact... brand for, right. for just for reasons. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like, okay, it's this whole philosophy of we either have to go as far away from the source material as possible or we have to be so, so committed to it um, in depending on what day that they were making the movie. Um, they're, they're, they're so committed to it yet want to make compromises. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, yep. well, where can we not compromise? Oh, this gray hair is fine. But what about all of this other stuff that you maybe shouldn't be compromising on? Um, we can't compromise on the gray hair. We can't we compromise, can compromise on, on the tits. Exactly. Look, gray, gray hair is a sign of adulthood, okay? <laughs> That's right. And, and the a sign of manly, it. manly men. The kids, they <sighs> will love it. I know. I'm a 70-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm swinging this cigar around in Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I am hepatitis. My, my, feet are on, my feet are on this table, and I'm in a very long brown suit. I'm in this Now, someone wind up the Victrola. I want to listen to some music. <laughs> I, I have to make a confession, and that is that I, when, I, when uh, Fantastic Four 2 came out, I was 14, and I think half the reason I went to sit in theaters was because of Jessica Alba. And I mean, that's, that's a good reason. Were, but... You were fourteen. That's that's. Oh, it's fourteen. Yeah. yeah, that worked on me. Yeah, no, I Yeah, no, that makes sense. It. I mean, I, I was fourteen once. There's a there's a reason I watched Trading Places like a hundred times when I was a kid. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who haven't seen that, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, things happened to her in that film. So uh, yeah. Oh God! Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Fantastic Four. Like, I, honestly, my a big question I have is how they chose Tim Story to direct this movie because coming off of a barbershop, which has like nothing to do with this. Uh, excuse then, me. Uh, yeah. yeah. You didn't know that. And no. the and, and the horrible taxi. taxi remake between mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. Uh-huh. Like a remake of a really really good French action film. That is really awful. And oh then wait, you're, oh you're saying an American screwed up a remake of a foreign film? I can't. <laughs> that literally never happens. Yeah. Are you saying that you do not like Queen Latifah? Because that's pretty racist. <laughs> <laughs> she's great, but that movie sucks. Hey, she's in Jersey City. <laughs> oh my God, he made the ride along think like a man too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's making Son of Shaft. Yep. No, this what? is what oh, this no. is. Oh, he is like, making no. the like, next he... Shaft film. Wait. Uh, well, is Samuel Jackson in it? Yes. Wait, so wow. it's that Shaft? It's. Okay. The one with it's Vanessa the, Williams? It's the next generation of Shaft after Samuel L. Jackson. So How do you do a black exploitation movie in 2018? The Black Dynamite? Yeah, but that's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Like, like he's a, a director that makes, like, pretty well-liked comedies with mostly uh, black casts, and then he makes the whitest white <laughs> comic book movie in, that ever happened and ever will. White bread is a good way to describe this movie. It is so fucking, uh, like, white people. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's so much so that they took the one ethnic and they put her in blonde, blonde hair and blue contacts. Yeah. Here's the yeah. thing. As the movie... other person of color, they made blind. 
Yeah. But you, can't, is... you can see her, but she can't see you. If that you know, makes her see. If her some reason like, had I'm... color to it, that would at least make it interesting, but it yeah. doesn't. There's nothing yeah. about this that makes it unique or interesting uh, on any level whatsoever. That's what, like, at the very least, like, if they would have done something with Ben and him being Jewish would have been at least something. Yeah. But none of the movies, like, even the newer one didn't even touch that. In fact, well, they didn't. Why would they? Again, they don't do anything with Ben Grimm in the, in the, in the 50, 2015 version. Like, Jamie Bell, who's, like, a capable actor, is cast to do nothing. He does nothing. Yeah. Other than be angry at Miles Teller. Um, yeah. Yeah, but everybody should be, because he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the biggest miscastings I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, Miles Teller, Miles Teller might be okay at other stuff, but, like, I don't buy him as brainy guy. I, I agree with that. I don't buy him as anything that's not like whoop slash. I think yeah. Michael B. Jordan is more miscast because I think he's so much more than Big Johnny Storm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Killmonger. Like Kill, yeah, exactly. Killmonger. He's so good as Killmonger. I'm like, thank God that movie tanked. Otherwise, we would have never gotten that. Wow. Yeah. I guess. I, th- takes... I think it is. I think it is very funny that both Human Torches have gone on to have redemption MCU roles. Yeah. True. Well, there's two people in this movie for, that are in the MCU and one that's on Gotham. Oh, oh, oh that's right. My, Michael uh, Chiklis uh, was on Gotham. Oh. Wait, who's the other MCU one? Dr. Chris Doom. Evans. Yeah. Dr. Doom is on the Runaways and that's part of the MCU. Oh, that's not... Lou, yes, it is. Fuck you, goddammit. I don't it. care. It's <laughs> not part of it. It's not part of it. Isn't I Kate Mara in the MCU film? No, not she's yet. In, no. Uh, no, she's in Iron Man 2. She is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's well, she briefly need, in it. She doesn't need money. Her family is so goddamn rich. That's true. Yeah. But no, they yeah, own, I they, don't... They own a football team. I don't consider the TV stuff canon because I don't care. None of it is canon. <laughs> Even... I like the I, Netflix stuff. All right. It's if not I canon. Give you, if I give you my Hulu password, will you watch yeah. Runaways? It's nothing against Runaways. It's just that... It's like have, 10 episodes. Uh, no, here's the thing. I have nothing against it, and I will watch it at some point, but I don't include it in part of the canon. I don't include any of the yeah. TV stuff as part of the canon because I know for a fact that Ike Perlmutter is a dick, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he... No, it's too complicated for me to be like, oh, I'm including this in my canon, even though the rest of the TV stuff directly goes against everything the movies is doing, except for when it's something big. It's only when an Ultron happens or when the entire world gets or half the universe gets turned to dust that they acknowledge anything. Spoilers for Infinity War. I would actually say the opposite. I think Runaway is connected to stuff because of all the extraterrestrial things. I guess. It's just like, I need to see it, but I I don't I don't count the TV stuff as There's a goddamn dinosaur in the show. I count the TV stuff as a part of a pocket universe, Lou. It's much easier for my nerd brain to handle if it's in a pocket universe, it's, it's on also the side. it's also easier to cope with the fact that like we're never going to see the defenders hang out with like Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. That's never. exactly yeah, my no, point. I, the longer this goes on, I feel like we're going to get it more. I mean, when Ike Perlmutter is deposed and uh, hung, no, it's, <laughs> it's when someone opens the Ark of the Covenant in front of him and he finally dissolves. Um, and then I'm saying it's when for... somebody cuts off his head like. A... When we yeah, finally exactly. lead the revolution against Ike Perlmutter, then and we'll keep his true. we'll keep his uh we'll keep his head in a sack, and then we want to turn our enemies to stone. We just pull him out and have him stare at him. We're like two <laughs> weeks away from Cloak and Dagger. Again, we're gonna do a pilot oh. review. 
I'm not counting that as part of the larger canon. I'm part. It's part of the TV canon. I I I have no problem believing that Runaways is in the same universe as Daredevil, because it's the TV verse, and they're doing more to make the TV shows canon with each other than they are making the movies canon. Um, for me, at least so far. Again, I haven't seen it though, so I really, I I don't know. So to connect back to Fantastic Four, something you were touching on a little bit when we uh, when we talked about Incredibles, Lou, um, or I'm reading the future. Anyways, um, <laughs> you had talked about how uh, potentially how they could be reintroduced to the Marvel universe, the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm just curious what everybody else, if anybody else has any interesting ideas well, on I have, how to reintroduce res- them. In response, to that I have a question that I was going to actually ask towards the end of this, which mm-hmm. now is the time, like. Is the Fantastic Four, as they are, fundamentally unfilmable? No. 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 Okay. No. Not at all. No, they're not, not at all. And is, is, is it just the result of just three straight instances of, of people in charge just not fucking getting it? Problem, yes. I think the biggest problem is they're trying to fit a concept from the 1950s, 60s into modern day of that time. Without Whether that's 05 or 2015. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I don't I don't even think they need to fit in the context of when they were created into it. I mean, I, there's a million different ways you could go about having what happened to them happen. It's just nobody has written a good script I for these characters. That. I also find it interesting. It's one of the only comic book characters who, when when it comes to their adaptation and the results of their adaptation, the years they they were created are always like super relevant. Yeah. I think it's like because everything they... else has made the cultural leap just fine, and the Fantastic Four has a little bit of trouble just kind of staying modern. Yeah, it's well, the same I mean... thing. The problem with uh, Lost in Space, it's that kind of sci-fi thing of that time period. It's a sci-fi yeah. family. That's something that doesn't exist. Like the modern family doesn't look like that family. Yeah, in a weird way. Like I don't know how else to describe it. Like it's what it is. Well, I mean, and looking at you know tying someone inexorably to the time period they were created. Like, if I remember correctly, Iron Man, it was, what, during the Korean War? That he, in the comics at least, that yes. he got the the uh, thing stuck in his chest, the shrapnel. Yeah. They just, they were able to, to contemporize it by having him be an arms dealer in the current time period, at least. In yeah, and like, um, was. like uh, the Punisher. Uh, mm-hmm. You can slap him on seemingly any time period and he's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as long, especially as long as there was a there was a previous like uh, famous military conflict somewhere, because you just like, oh, yep. he's a veteran of X. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, and with Fantastic Four, it's like, oh, they're superheroes, but they're scientists. Well, Wait, you, you, I feel like yeah, I mean, that's... you have two choices with the Fantastic Four. Either you try to keep them the dynamic that they are in the books, right? In the original, the six one six, or you mm. go with the Ultimate version where they're all straight kids, mm. and it's kind of what that that Josh Trank version tried to do. Right. But it was terrible. Well, so you, yes, no, it was terrible. No, it's but, terrible in the last half. Uh, I will continue. Well, half, well if one this. half of something is garbage. It's no. Most, yeah. Hell, yeah. If, if here's the thing, if, if 50% of what you're eating is a shit sandwich, right. Would you, like, you know, but if it's your not, sandwich is 50% it's not separated shit, evenly through those. You you to call it a ham sandwich. I just watched the first half and then I make up my own movie. So, that's how, <laughs> I, that's how I. It's like, 
And then yeah, well, I can do that with this movie, and this movie is fucking Oscar award winning. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's no. not. No, no, because it it starts off terrible, so it you don't even have off. a midway point. I'm not saying I can if I can cut half of the movie out. I didn't say when the half was. Oh God. No, you need God to cut it. like it needs to be down the middle, and with that movie, with the 2015 uh, movie, just... I can cut yeah. it at a certain point, and the movie that is a and the ending that was taken away is a better movie it's all and I here's, know here's the thing is. with fan, fan four stick like there's a moment in that movie where you can actually you can the sutures become mm-hmm. visible of where this movie was stitched together yep yeah like you can feel was, the difference and, it, and it's the fucking it's the time jump yeah. you're like this is a different movie now <laughs> it was it was the same execs they just crawled out of their graves and they're spitting out grave dirt just like no 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 you can't See, do that right there i don't know if it's the executive's fault or trank's fault no, it's, it's a combination. Of I think both. it's both. Yeah, a little A, a little B. Yeah. Everything that comes out of that is that like Trank was fucking off the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was a saying, monster like, apparently. Yeah. From what I understand, it was Trank had an idea, and Fox is like, "Yeah, sure, give it to us. Like this sounds great." And then when they saw what they were getting, they suddenly got cold feet. And then like, if I'm Trank, yeah, that sucks. But then the aftermath, you're supposed to conduct yourself like a professional and adult. Mm-hmm. And everything oh, you mean we when know he about destroyed it. a rental house? Yeah, he destroyed a yeah. rental house, frequently show up just like high off his ass, would not leave his trailer. Um, like the cast, I don't think the cast had good things to say about no, it. No, they did. No, there was yeah. a leak from one of the main cast members that no one's ever said. But I still think it's Mara, because why does she have any fucks to give? Because she's rich right. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was just like a shit show. And I do love the fact that he did. He was supposed to do three different shows with Smith, and he did one mm, before the yeah. movie came out. And it's a really interesting listen too. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. And then like it, it was it was so so disastrous that like Disney came in and took Star Wars away from them. Like you have to like. Yep. Only two men have earned the ire of Disney in that w- in way. It's fucking three. Colin Trevor. Th- oh, oh, it's well, yeah. Oh, Lord Miller, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um. Uh, fucking, uh, who am I thinking of right now? Ant-Man? Is that who you're talking about? No, because no. that, that was kind of amicable. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Trevorrow. Yeah. Trevorrow, uh, uh, what's-his-face, Fantastic, and then, uh, yeah, Lord Miller. Yeah. Uh, although yeah. Trevorrow's situation is hysterical. was like, you're going to direct the sequel to one of the biggest openings of all time. Uh, no, you're not. Mm. <laughs> well, he wanted, he wanted to change the end of Last Jedi, apparently. So that's why that happened. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. To what? I, I, I would love to know to what. He wanted Luke to live. That's the. I mean. I, oh, that's not oh, possible. Oh, uh, dead. <laughs> he, he's not dead. Oh, you meant Luke. I thought you meant. I thought you meant Trevor was dead. I'm, I'm glad he's dead. Everyone's like, "What do you know? We don't." I'm just like, "Nothing." Continue. Nothing. Just watch. Just I don't, Hunter, I don't Hunter puts on a Colin Trevorrow mask. No one will know that I'm directing Jurassic World 3. I don't have no, he, his body in the backyard dissolving in a puddle of lye. Yeah, no, Hunter doesn't put on Colin Trevor a mask. He puts on Colin Trevor's face <laughs> and just pushes it up like the, uh, the oh, God, uh, what's his face in uh, in Nightbreed? <laughs> you guys just randomly reminded me. It's very tangential, but, like, GSP, who played um, in Winter Soldier, yeah. uh, Batrock, he was just on Rogan, and he was—he did a half-hour conversation how much he loves dinosaurs. I, I watched that; and it's mesmerizing, dude. George St. Pierre is super fun to listen to. Let me tell you. But Joe Rogan, you know, you got this good back kick, and uh, you introduced it was not impressive. 
Like his his French <laughs> accent. I wish other. Where did other Eric go? I just wanted to talk. I'm like here. GSP. Yeah, I love GSP. I saw him once at the at the grocery store near my house because he lived there for a while. My favorite GSP moment ever. I think it's when Michael Bisbing was like showing off to him, and he just leans into the microphone and goes, "I am not impressed by your performance." It's it's my favorite quote of every anything of all time. Like, like he 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 has a bad English accent, like. But he, when you hear him speak in French, he's actually pretty smart, and he knows what he's doing. Like he, he trained in so many things. Like that, like he did a lot of character that is not like a actually violent, so no, didn't hurt him physically, but just made him like, like monk like. Yeah, I'd well, say. he was. He's talked about that he was like a super bullied when he was in school. Yeah, and that's, that's what a... got him into martial arts. Yeah, yeah, he's like one of the top greatest martial artist of all time but uh fantastic for everybody yeah i don't i don't know if we have too too much else to say about it like i don't like as a final thought i don't like it at all um i'm kind of i like i'm almost glad i have like i avoided it for so long and i I watched it because i more or less had to and not because i chose to sit down and spend my time on something i might i thought i might enjoy (laughs) i would say i don't think this movie is unwatchably bad I, mean, I would say it is, it's crazy. It is. I would say this is the perfect like FX Spike TV TNT. I would put Sunday it on morning. the background if I was vacuuming my floor. Exactly, that's what Fair. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is that's worth that. And when I mean, you don't like it, you click the vacuum on, and you don't have to hear dialogue. That's not praise, I, though. That's not, yeah, no. That's I saw <laughs> saying yeah, it's, it's just as fun as vacuuming. It's not the spirit. If my I was, final, oh, go ahead, Eric. I was just going to say, if I was blackout drunk at 2 a.m., I wouldn't put this movie on. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I mean, I watched this movie 13 years ago, like maybe 14, because I probably didn't, I don't remember seeing it in the theaters. But I mean, that's that's kind of the crux of my, my point about it, is that like, I forgot so much about this movie, and I'm just praying that I'll do the same after the second <laughs> watch. I feel like my defense is that like, I think these actors were wasted in a garbage script. I, I think, except for that's, Alba, that's not that a defense. That's not a defense, though. That's. I have no I, other thing to stand you on. Ha- you don't know what a defense have... is, clearly. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, do you, what am I supposed to stand on? Hold on, like, guys. Like, defense was in quotes. Let's just play it. Defense. Yeah. Uh, this thing, like the practical effects of this thing, were way better than the CGI we got in 2015. I'll agree to that. I, I yeah. guess the worst part I think, of this. I think okay, if you're, about, if you're talking about Grim, yes, I, I I applaud them for doing makeup effects in a time when makeup effects were not popular at this moment. This is like no. this is I like honestly an ultimate downfall for it. Seeing it again was like, I honestly think this is way like, if they can do anything that they kind of need to go practical with the thing anyway going forward. I because agree. Yeah. I, I don't totally know how agree. you do this team without a practical thing. I, I feel like somewhere in between is the best way oh, to go yeah. with the thing. You can touch it up with some CGI, but like yeah, yeah I, don't no, I, th- know I how think it's do. I think it's because there's such their relationship with the characters. Like they're so they're supposed to be so close. So mm-hmm. having this big CGI blob that people are just constantly interacting with is distracting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like the Hulk. Like he's he's Banner, then he's the Hulk. He's Banner. No, he's just the thing. He's just yeah. always. In the same sense, though, I mean, look how well they did it with Guardians. Like, yeah. Rocket does seem like a living, breathing part of that team, and all he was was yeah, James like, Gunn's it, brother it, think, down on his knees. The, the, the thing with Rocket is that there's no, like, it, there's no physical aesthetic where you'd get the feeling, like, 
Ben Grimm in this Fantastic Four looks like if I brushed up against him, he would feel like fucking gravel. Like yeah. It yeah. it has a it like it looks tangible. Mm-hmm. I love all his all the bits they did with him trying to eat and drink where he bites mm-hmm. the fork. Yeah. When he like takes up a glass and it shatters. Yeah. Like all those little tiny touches, I was like, ooh, this is like kind of showing like his life is shit. There okay. And, yeah. Yeah, there are moments in, okay, so this is I guess this would be my final thought. There are moments in this movie where it seems like the director knew what he was doing. Those moments do not make this movie better. They make me more angry at the moments where the director knew not at all what he was doing whatsoever. So fuck this movie, even though I know there are good parts. <laughs> you clearly knew how to make a good movie, but you decided not to. Or if you want to blame the producers, fine. Blame the producers. But somebody involved with this movie knew how to do their job, and they didn't. So I'm more yep. angry at you for not doing your job for not for a producer not stepping in at some point and saying okay we can't put this out this is not a yeah. good movie we need to stop this so that's yeah. my final thought on this that's on just on a note on that that's ex- pretty much exactly what i said to my wife when we were watching it like when when i came out of the abyss that i was staring into i was like do do you honestly believe that the studio saw what was coming out and they're like yeah this is great we got to get this out People are going to love it. People are going to love it. I actually, I have so little faith in like higher ups of studios. I think that's what they said. I mean, <sighs> I said it on, I said it on our steel episode because we haven't done B- Batman and Robin. And as I've said before, that oh, will God. be our last movie special. That will be, that's where we <laughs> end it. That's our, that's our conclusion because every that's other like a, podcast that's like has a done five, it. a five hour discussion because it ended like four franchises in one yes, movie. Yes, But <laughs> I remember, I remember saying if you were in Warner Brothers at that moment and you knew that you have Steel and Batman and Robin on your shelves and that you're about to release both of them within the next four months, what do you do when you know that that's going to happen? It's not even that. They had Steel and Batman and Robin and a Nightwing spinoff, a Superman movie. Right. Mm-hmm. They yes. had so many things spinning. Like, what do you... If you're the executive and you see those movies and you're not an idiot who thinks that they're great and you understand how bad they are, how many times do you think, I wonder if I could just jump out that window over there? <laughs> well, I mean... Well, the paycheck I mean... is too good. I mean, Avi Avi Arad was also one of the producer in this film, so there, oh. right there, you have one of your powers that be. Like Avi Arad is notorious for just being a buffoon. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that story you you had, Connor? About was it okay? Like, uh, 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 no. Okay. So, uh, Sarah, Sarah, this is actually going to be new for you, I think. Uh, a friend of mine, I will withhold his name, uh, interned at Sony, and had a few good stories about uh, his time while they were producing Amazing Spider-Man Two. Um. He was present for a few minutes during a heated debate between Avi Arad and his son about who should play Electro because Avi Arad was hell-bent on Channing Tatum. <laughs> hell-bent. <laughs> and I guess, like, I guess from what he tells me and how I extrapolate this, like, there's a room full of people going, like, no, I don't think you understand why this is a bad idea. And Avi's like, no, Channing Tatum is it! Well, he saw, he definitely saw Magic Mike and was enthralled. Um, and the other story is that he was one of the interns who would actually have to go run, like, run important documents and whatever the fuck back and forth between people. Like, he was basically a runner. 
And I guess he was one of the people who had to go collect a bunch of fucking Mary Jane-centric comic books, and then he watched <laughs> as they excise everything he worked for out of the film. <laughs> Honestly, that is the best thing that ever happened to that actress's career. Yeah. Is it, though? <laughs> Do you think that she would prefer to be connected to that movie? I mean, I mean that's fair. She still ultimate, got paid. The alternate timeline is, is that the Divergent movie series failed so hard that the fourth one was like, they're like, it's going to be a TV movie. Do you I still mean, want to be in it? She's Well, no, no. no. The, I would say, and I don't know why I know this, her character isn't in the fourth book. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Shailene Woodley still has enough money to make her own shampoo and her own lotion and her she's own She's in another movie and she's, uh, in a, she's, she's in a big HBO show. I know, but uh, I'm, I'm just saying that she's one of those like really like naturalist like people. Ultra. Yeah, who like makes well, she's selling films. rocks to people. Like, <laughs> yes, that's what she's doing. <laughs> she sells. She's got rocks. crystals. She no, what, well, I can't. What is, who am I talking about? I can't remember. Really? Uh, Woodley. She, Paltrow? Yeah. Paltrow. Oh, yeah. oh the she one that likes Woodley to steam her vagina. Same, she's part of the same movement as Paltrow. That sort of yeah. back to basics. Shailene Woodley's child. I mean, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I get a, do a little work-related rant for this topic? Sure. Um, <laughs> I work at an animal hospital, for those who don't know. We have had people come in and say, well, I looked online and did a, a holistic treatment for my dog because he has diarrhea. I rubbed, two, I rubbed two magnets on his head. Oh my God. I have such bitterness towards the entire idea of like holistic medicine. It just burns my ass. There, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to defend the use of magnets, but there is some, some right. truth to some holistic stuff. But... You actually have to do the research and see, like, oh, well, yes. this herb has this benefit, but I'm uh, magnets and crystals and bullshit like that. My balls. Magnets, My yo, balls. Magnets. So I, I think, we're, I I think like, we're done. I think we're done talking about Fantastic Four. I have to <laughs> yeah. that only because I listen to Rogan all the time. You should you should go on Twitter and look up uh, vegan cats. <laughs> that is a that is a real uh, thing. That uh, is a movement. Oh no, terrible. I. I I saw you... this because there's a woman who has a finnick fox and she's doing the same thing and like the entire internet is watching this fox waste away you and they're can't... like you don't understand this thing's diet and like animal professionals are like you are killing this animal and she's like ah haters blah you can't do that to cats or foxes like they need they're a certain animal. amount of animal based protein in their lives like dogs you can actually get away with it but cats no if we're going to go into this the route, planet is doomed my two yeah. favorite things we're all to point dead. out is that more animals are killed because of like um, the like uh, the harvesting of vegetables, and that the science of the plants are intelligent. Anytime yeah. I meet a vegan, yeah. <laughs> okay, so if there, anyway, if there are so, anything that I we think, should yeah. cover, uh, did we go over Incredibles during this episode? Uh, the the uh, only thing we don't need to cover is Jessica Alba's sweet, sweet cans. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, guys? Yeah, I know what you mean. That was way too easy for you. <laughs> hey, they covered her way more than they did the thing or Doctor Doom. I mean, we got full Doom crotch. That, again, yeah, that's not no saying dog. anything. That's not saying anything. There's yeah. No song on either. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, so I mean, again, to keep this in line with how this is pairing with Incredibles, um, this movie doesn't have any heart. It, in, Incredibles no. is an orbital curb stomp. Yeah. Uh, comparison because it it lands the premise 100 times better than this movie could ever well it's yeah. the incredibles is a 
a, a syringe injected into the idea of the Fantastic Four, pulling out every good element of it mm-hmm. and then making its own movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's even, it's even a better movie, like, because it's a better movie set in the time period that Fantastic Four is usually associated with. Yeah. Well, yep. it, takes, it takes the concept and it pulls it out and it rearranges it in a way that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then it adds it has a creative vision also which we we will be bringing up in a future episode. Yeah, and it, um, it loving it lovingly writes a, a a fan letter to superheroes and like kind of like, like the old-timey pulpy nature of them because everybody mm-hmm. looks very classic in the Incredibles. Like their costumes uh, are all yes. very old-timey and old-school looking. Yeah. Um yeah. Nobody's in chrome-plated armor or has any fucking robotics or shit like that. Yeah. Everyone looks like a fucking old-school superhero. It's very Fleischer-esque um, yes. in the best possible way. Um, but yeah, so like that movie does a lot of things that this doesn't. Uh, we did suggest, possibly in a future episode, how we would do Fantastic Four. So did we? do you think we covered that at all, or did we need to do No, we didn't. We... Uh, how I would do them? Not at all like this. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if I, I if I did if I did this, like I feel like making them all active combatants is a little too much. Like, mm-hmm. it's it seems like Johnny and the Thing are really all you'd need to go handle a fight. And I feel like any of the braininess yeah. or any of like the really kind of high techy um, planning, strategic, science, all that stuff would fall on Reed and Sue. Yeah, see, and then and then when and then when when pressed into a corner, Sue could be so ridiculously overpowered that it yeah. makes up for the fact that she is. Not on the front lines, but if you if you put her in a corner, she's going to fucking destroy you. See, I feel well, like Sue's the most powerful in a way, and she's of all the, like when everyone talks about like oh the lack of female vil- villains in the MCU, her she is one of the two main Fox owned characters that I would say is missing because mm-hmm. she is so she's on par, maybe like slightly below a Reed in intelligence, and her power level is. Almost, it's, it's off the it's, charts. It's insane. Like you yeah. can't even compare. Like I mean, the fact that she could manipulate something invisibly into your body and basically destroy your brain. Yeah. No, Sue, you yeah, I would, it. I would treat Sue like the fucking big gun because the thing on the surface is the big gun. But if you need something mm-hmm. to come in and just be wreck shop, like Sue is the one you'd lean on. Well, the whole yeah. thing is that the Fantastic Four is. You think that it's set up one way, but it's really another. Because in anything, Reed is actually the tank. Yeah. Because I mean, he's he can, virtually he can, unkillable. He can, yeah, he can absorb a shitload of damage and just kind of keep going. Yeah. Well, depending on your different thing, like he has, like he doesn't need to breathe, he doesn't need to eat. He's, yeah. A, yeah. he's really the thing. Yeah, he is. Well, and it's it's also ties back into what I think Trank was trying to do, which was originally he wanted to do body horror, which yeah. makes sense with the Fantastic Four. Yeah, but yeah. but he horrible. missed the whole family aspect because well, the you problem, can't do that movie without the, filming two characters together ever. Also, yeah. also, the issue with that is that the Venture Brothers did it already and did it far better than. Oh Frank. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. show's coming back in a month or two. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, with uh, Fantastic Four, at least the way to handle them in the MCU, like uh, like Lou had mentioned in the future um it's i think pulling them out of time could work but yeah. i think that would set up a lot of roadblocks for you further down the line i i feel like trying to do the whole like oh strangers in a strange land type of thing coming out of a different time period eh. my whole thing would be that have them be a little bit more contemporary have them be like a captain marvel like they're doing with her have them have already was, been here they've been here they've exactly been here long enough to adjust so they're not like well, cap, well, who's basically like i don't well, know anything no, about like, this time period 
Well, exactly. I was going to say, like, have them have been scientists, whatever, in the 90s. Same idea. They all go into space, but then have, like, the Cree or whoever have taken them and performed genetic experiments on them. And then they were able to break free through some sort of means. Let's say yeah, Captain Marvel right. did something. Oh, okay. I mean, my, view, my view is very different. If I would say ahead. either you have to go to kind of make them Spider-Man homecoming contemporaries where they're mm-hmm. also high school kids in current time. I, kind of ultimate version. version. I think that's, yeah. I, that's why uh, it but, won't happen. Yes, um, but I feel like if you're going to go modern interpretation, that's the you have yeah, to meet yeah. the ultimate version is the best way. I Otherwise, like we talked about the kind of trapped in space, I would pref- the other way is to have them be this kind of similar to Captain America, this family that's lost in time and they yeah. come back, and then they could kind of connect in a way to Cap and being like, and then Cap can kind of be hilariously the one that's like informing them. Of like catching them up to yeah. the modern. I, mean, that could be I know, but that's that's assuming that Cap is going to survive the next movie. I mean, and a, a way to start it would be well, you see Reed in World War Two, fighting alongside Cap. Um, or then... you see Reed with Hank Pym in yeah. that kind of. Oh, timeline. that's a way better idea. Yeah. yeah, in that kind of second generation character, it's like Reed and Sue. Yeah, and then well, Reed would yeah. he he would be someone who was. In World War II. So I just, him knowing a bunch of characters from that timeline, him, again, him meeting a young Pym, him, like, seeing yeah. Cap and being inspired by Cap in some way as a scientist. Well, not even inspired by Cap, inspired by, uh, what's his name, the doctor yes. that made him. Yes, inspired by him in some way. That could be an interesting way to do things, uh, I think. Not- they should make them goofier, kind of. Like they should be like goofballs. Yeah. Like... I feel like I feel like Reed should be a very cheesy pipe smoking dad joke mm-hmm. kind of guy. And yeah. The, and the not... character from the Venture Brothers. Yeah. And, like, and, and, yes. And suggest something other than what Lou is suggesting or Eric. Another idea that just occurred to me is, um, just make them space characters. Make them like introduce them to yeah. Guardians. Like at yeah. the end of Guardians Three, they find the Fantastic Four. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, that I don't could, mind that either way. Yeah, that like could be way. that could be that you know Reed was. I mean, because it's not that he, he gained be, his intelligence from the cosmic rays, but got, the cosmic rays pushed him out. Mm-hmm. Well, or even even that he created some sort of portal and somehow whatever means the all of them went through it, and yeah. once again that would then introduce the cosmic rays aspect but they would potentially be like modern people but they just ended up in an alternate universe somehow or whatever the case might be mm-hmm. so that would that would get rid of the having to contemporize them via other people telling them like no this is what an iphone is and so on and so right forth. Yeah. see i think it would be interesting because either way if you have them busting out of the negative zone you can both introduce them and introduce the negative zone and annihilus yeah yeah and then yeah, anna- i think I that would like be a great annihilus way. is the eventuality of the space universe of mcu yeah i think yeah. i think that would be the best idea but yeah i think uh, i think we can wrap it up guys yeah, i think yeah. we've, we've yeah, hit what we need to hit we've uh yeah everything fits together now <laughs> yeah <laughs> our continuity is solid um all it's all right. connected yeah um, I don't really have because this episode's coming in the future. I don't want to plug anything for certain because I'm not sure what's going to be going on the week this comes out with my other stuff. So, I'm Connor and I've been here. Oh, this is mid June when this will be coming out. So, yeah. But uh, happy summer. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, wait for 120. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Aharon, all the all the things, all the places. Uh, my calendar's being bad. Nope, now it's not. Uh, if things go as planned, um, Lost Harrow podcast will have that Misfits episode out next week, uh, and uh, we should be finishing up De Palma. Uh, so I look forward to that. I'm uh, at East Seer on Twitter, and I'm with Arlen on Lost Harrow podcast. And if uh... I'll give a, a recognition of an episode that's for sure out. Go back and listen to our Godzilla episode where uh, Hunter was on, and it's really, really yeah. good. Good episode. Uh, also, get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We finally hit that point. Uh, I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram, dogs, cats, comics, food. I'm also floating around the Phantom Zone. Um... And I'd also like to know if uh, Pennywise no, could no, take the no, four no, 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 no. stone. Don't you dare! We just... sell custom anti-Pennywise DVDs to help me they, in the inevitable apocalypse. When they bang against each other. This is my life now. This is what happens. <laughs> Your anti-Pennywise suit that will protect you. From interdimensional space beings. Pennywise become the state of my evenings. <laughs> anyway, hi everybody. Wait, who's who still has Blue? Blue. Yeah, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, that's me. Um, Smallville Chronicles. I think we're trying to come out every Wednesday. You should have listened to one of my favorite episodes of all time, Hourglass, which we get all the foreshadowing for the final episode of the final season. Uh, it's awesome, and this movie is not as bad as everybody said. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's clobbering time. See, that should have been the point where you just turned off the mic and walked away, because I yeah. did that to them during the Marvel reviews about uh, Doctor Strange. But this is the future, so who said I didn't? That's true. Now I'm sitting here waiting to see if you will. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god, I can't believe that's not the ending. Bye, Fuck everybody. this movie. <laughs> Fuck Barry Allen.